0: God damn, it feels good to be back making content for the boys, posting on Instagram, doing a live stream. I just did a live stream a few minutes ago. It feels good. It feels nice. It's good hearing um your guys' stories and sharing what you guys have learned while I've been gone. And uh, it's nice. I enjoy it a lot. Um, but yes, I'm back. You know, if you guys don't know where I've been, I've been in the military for the past nine months, boot camp, and uh, a long ass... Session of training, I'm talking like four to five months of training, and uh yeah a lot a lot of training what is good it it teaches you a lot um I've had more training than most people in the military have ever had, so I really appreciate that. I've been <clears throat> you know given this opportunity to train as much as I have been um but yeah, I didn't really think it was gonna be this long, but it was that long, and you know, I really thought that, oh, you know. Uh, I'm gonna lose a good amount of people, um, because I'm not, you know, posting. But through these nine months, I've realized I have the most die-hard followers, and I have the most die-hard people who support Alpha's Only Club. And it it's really a beautiful thing because you see so many people who are lost, and you see so many people. Who don't know what they're gonna do in life and you see so many people who are just unaware of what society's trying to do to them. And it's great when it's just you open your page on Instagram to AlphaZone Club and you see thousands of guys who share the same values and beliefs as you do, and you guys can talk about certain topics together and it's great. I think this is literally what I wanted to Alpha's Only Club to always be. And, you know, realizing that it's always going to stay this way forever and ever and ever, you know, it's pretty fucking awesome. Because eventually I won't be the face of Alpha's Only Club. I'm going to die. I'm flesh and blood. I'm human. But Alpha's Only Club is something that will live much longer than we will. It will stay alive for, for a very, very long time. Because it's a symbol. It's not something that is, oh, it's this influencer that I'm following. Dude, eventually all of us are going to die. I'm thinking about the big picture. Not even in my lifespan. I'm thinking about in the far future where this could be. And, you know, and that's where I'm thinking. And I'm always thinking big picture, big picture, big picture, big picture. And I'm always going to help guys realize that the big picture is what really matters. Stop looking at the small picture of things. Stop being so fucking focused on these small little things. And this is why the topic of today's podcast is going to be about discipline. But before I get into speaking about this topic, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the boys and say thank you for listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast, and you know continuing to work on yourselves. And it's it's great, honestly, seeing all your guys' progression seeing how far you guys have come, and seeing how much of this has made an impact on people. It's pretty fucking awesome. So, yeah, let's get right into the topic of discipline. Um, because on the live stream, some some kid asked me, you know, like, what, what do you do to stay, like, motivated? Like, there's times where I don't feel motivated. And it brings me to the quote that Jocko Willing said from his book, Discipline Equals Freedom. He said, don't expect to be motivated every day to get out there and make things happen. You won't be. Don't count on motivation. Count on discipline. And that's a great fucking quote. Because you see so many guys, especially in the military as well, is they, they, they're super motivated. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one day they're not motivated and they don't do shit. And you're like, this person's fake as fuck. Because they're only motivated by that. They're only going to do things because they're motivated. But then when it comes to things they don't want to do, they're like, oh, this is gay, or whatever, whatever, whatever. At least be real. At least be, oh, this shit's gay all the time. I don't want to do this shit. Right? But, you know, you see so many guys who are like super moto all the time, and then when it comes to things you know, they wake up one day not motivated, they don't want to do shit. <clears throat> and it is what it is, you know, and the same thing with your mission and purpose in life is you'll be super heavily wanting to do something, and you find something you're super passionate about, and then you lose your motivation, maybe because you wake up one day, and you find a hater fucking just hating on you. And that turns a lot of people down from doing what they want to do. And it could be even your own family members. Like, not even haters, online. it could be literally your family member, like, oh, that's stupid. You shouldn't do that. Or, oh, no, you shouldn't be doing this. It's not good for you. Dude, you guys have to stop listening to society. You have to stop listening to what your family says, because the reality is if your family does love you, they they do want you to they want you to be safe and they want you to do what they want you to do what's best or what they think is best for you. But in all reality, they just want you to be safe. But you have to understand that being safe and, you know, being comfortable is not going to help you grow. And it's not going to help you to get where you really, really, really want to be. And sometimes you have to say, hey, mom, hey, dad, I love you, but I'm going to do what I fucking want to do. And it's simple as that. And I think it's something a lot of people struggle with. A lot of young kids struggle with a lot of young entrepreneurs struggle with is trying to get approval from their family. They're always trying to seek approval from your family. They're always trying to seek approval from your dad and your mom. And that's natural, right? But it's not natural to be fearful of what they think, and it's not natural to stop doing what you want to do because of what other people say. And even if your family is super supportive, which my family is super supportive of everything I do and it's it's fucking awesome and I really appreciate it. And You know, they still want me to be safe. So sometimes you'll be. they'll be like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that. And I'll be like, "Uh, no, I'm going to do it anyway. But, you know, that's the person I am. And a lot of people aren't just like that. And you have to learn how to do that in like a respectful way, right? So you have to understand your family wants the best for you. And maybe your haters don't want the best for you. Your haters don't want to see you succeed because your haters are going to be salty of where You are, and they're always going to look at you, and they're always going to think, damn, I could have been there, but I chose to be a salty-ass bitch, and I'm not there, right? And so you have people who love you and people who hate you, and you cannot listen to any of these people at all. And that's why it's super important to surround yourself by people and by other men who challenge you to do better or challenge you or dare you to do stuff that society doesn't want you to do, and I think that's great. You know, looking back in high school, I always had buddies in science class and in English class. You know, the teacher would be talking about, uh, yeah, we we evolved from monkeys, or oh yeah, uh, men and women, they're equal. Uh, men, women can do the same things men can do, and me and my buddy be looking at each other like, we look at the rest of the class, and you see them like robots, just. Nodding their heads. Yes, this is right. Yes, I'm not going to question anything because it's not good to question things because other people will not like it. Total NPCs, totally stuck in the goddamn matrix. Me and my wife would just look around and am like, dude, what the fuck? Are people really listening to what this teacher's saying? We got to wake them up. We got to stir things up. So I'd fucking raise my hand and be like, uh, I don't think that's right because one, Women are biologically not the same as men. whoop de doo no fucking shit, right? But obviously, school, super corrupt with feminism, trying to get women to go to college and trying to have women forget about family and what they're biologically built to do. Same thing with men. They don't want men to create businesses. They want you to be just a robot. They just want you to go throughout life and they don't want you to be masculine because if you act masculine, it's going to be called toxic masculinity and a bunch of other shit. And so me and my buddies, we'd always be like, no, that's not right. And so we'd say something about it and we'd stir up the class. We'd get all the feminists mad because we'd say, sing- say things that are completely true, actual facts. And that's when I realized. I went home after that day because the teacher threatened to uh, <clears throat> suspend me. Because I said that men and women are not the same, and we're not equal. Men are physically stronger, and that's it. And they were going to suspend me because I said that. And so I went home, and I realized, I told my dad, I was like, Dad, it is crazy how many people just sit there listening to this bullshit. And I realized how much power, I told my dad, I was like, I didn't really know what power was, but I told my dad, I really was able to get the whole classroom and the teacher triggered, and it felt good. (laughs) And I never realized that is power. Getting someone to get emotional from what you say is power, and they have no emotional self-control. I never knew that at the time. I just realized, damn, that felt good. It felt right. It felt like the right thing to do, even though everyone in the class was like, "Oh, oh, oh, put your hand down. Don't ask any more questions. Stop saying that. It was just me and my buddy constantly raising our hands. Just fucking, just fucking with the teacher, just triggering people, and just stirring things up. It was great. It was a great feeling, and I walked out of costume like a fucking G with a smile on my face, and people walking up to me like, "Dude, that was ballsy as fuck." Look at me. It's not that ballsy, but when you're such, when you're surrounded by a bunch of bots, you're able to wake up a few, <laughs> right? And then they'll start to, you know, they'll start to be like, "Damn, that was sick as fuck," but obviously they go back into that stage of, "Oh, you know." whatever, because they're followers, they're not leaders, and that's, you know, it is what is, you know, later down the line in high school, me and Nathan, we'd go out and trigger our English teacher all the goddamn time, and it was just a funny thing to do, like, it was all, it was online school and in-person school, we'd, like, walk around school, no masks, walk around school, just fucking doing whatever we wanted, and, it is crazy how many people are caught in the matrix. Like they're just stuck in the matrix and these people will fight for these things that they don't even know is like what is true and what's wrong. Like you tell them a truth and they'll fight for it because they've been told for so long that no, it is this way. And so when you bring actual facts and evidence, it's crazy. Um, I talked about abortion in some of my classes. Um, Obviously won the debate. I've talked about a lot of things. i talked about Trump. I always talked about how much I love Trump in English class. Triggered all my English teachers. And that's power. It's, it's a very beautiful thing. And I suggest more men who are in high school realize that you actually can't get in trouble for anything you actually say. It's called freedom of speech. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Even though they might threaten to suspend you, you have to realize that uh, no job is going to look at you getting suspended or expelled or kicked out of school. Uh, no job is going to look at that shit, and no one cares in the real world about high school. So you trying to be a good little boy and not speak up about things that you truly don't feel okay about. You know, you should understand that, dude. There's actually no repercussions at all. Like, at all. Like, your principal will talk to you, and they'll try to make you scared but they can't do shit at the end of the day. Like, literally, they can't do shit. It's pretty fucking funny because they act like they can do shit, but they really can't. And when you're young in high school, you you think that they have power because they claim to do this and this and that, and they'll suspend you, and, you know, they get your family on the phone or whatever. But when you have a supportive family, you're not really afraid. Or when you have supportive friends, you're not really afraid. And when you have people on your side, like your brothers, like people from Apple's Only Club, to back you up you're never afraid anymore you're just you're just willing to full send and do whatever the fuck you want to do and i realized the power of how powerful like one person who believes in in these same values is a, a thousand times more powerful than thousands of people who all believe in the same npc bought bullshit and who all trust society and trust the government one person who doesn't is much more powerful in every single way. And, you know, it's a it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing triggering your teachers for what you believe in. And it's a beautiful beautiful thing. And I uh, highly suggest you guys do it as well. <laughs> um, but, yeah, back onto the topic. Uh, school doesn't – they don't want you to be successful. They don't want you to be passionate about something. They want you to do your homework, which – is is like in whatever. They want you to write about certain topics on feminism and black lives matter. They want you to write about whatever whatever. They want you to write about how men and women are exactly the same and everyone's the same and there's nothing special about us, which there is. I think that's it's really sad. They're telling a lot of young women that you could do everything a man can do. You're no different than a man. And the reality is you are different. You are different from men. ladies, if you are listening, you are different from us, and that's what makes you guys special. You guys are able to like to have babies. You guys are able to give off this feminine energy naturally that men love. Like I love being around women, because they give, all the, give off this nice, calm energy that you can't find from other men. It just it, they give off this feminine energy that is very delightful and very pleasing to be around. And I love it. And once you're around a lot of women, you start to love it as well. It's just how it is naturally. It's like it's just a very calm and nurturing and caring energy that you receive. And women love when men are masculine. They love the masculine energy they receive from men when they're strong and they focus on their mission and purpose. They're driven. And women love it. They just love it. They're attracted to it. And it's sexy to women. Ask any female or any female who disagrees what I, with what I just said, tell me what kind of guys have you really been attracted to? Which kind of guys have you really had sex with and like, damn, this guy is the man. Do you really think this way about your beta male simps who follow you on Instagram? No, you don't. Because one, you're not having sex with them. Two, they're following you around. And yeah, it's super simple. Just look at their actions. Like I said, even even the feminists who disagree, look at their actions. Look at, actions. Look at the guys they date. Look at the guys they hook up with. It's guys like me. You see this all the time. I said this on live stream as well. Same girls are trying to cancel me. Same girls who are trying to cancel me were in my bed. Like straight up. Having threesomes with girls who tried canceling me. Whoop-dee-doo. No surprise, right? I even called it from the beginning. I said, the girls who are trying to cancel me, I've hooked up with before. I talked to Sterling Cooper about this as well. The girls tried canceling me before. I've I've been in bed with them or they want to be in bed with me. The girls who cancel me, I will be in bed with them eventually, or they wanna be in bed with me, but I don't want to be in bed with them. Whatever, who cares, right? At the end of the day, they're secretly attracted to guys like this. Guys who chase their mission and purpose and guys who don't listen to society and guys who do whatever the fuck they want. But yes, back to discipline. Even though this, <laughs> this turned into a podcast about uh A lot of other things. But, uh, you know, that's just how it usually is. But uh, Okay, back to discipline. Quote from Abraham Lincoln. Discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. So, yes, going to parties is cool. Hanging out with your friends is cool. But you have to find a balance of, is this going to help me do what I want most? And so I wrote something that is very important because I think a lot of people think that I have to cut out all my friends, I have to cut out all these girls I'm talking to just to focus on my mission and purpose. It's like, no, you don't. You need to find a way to monetize those distractions. So here's a quote that I wrote that you guys can listen to as well. So there are always going to be distractions in your life. If you can't find a way to monetize those distractions or have the self-discipline and awareness to realize What you are doing isn't helping you create your dream life, then you simply won't get to where you truly want to be. You need to think deep and hard about what you really want. You need to find what you are passionate about, something you will stay working on all day and night on. Once you find those two things, combine them into your mission and purpose in life and add on to what is going to help you get closer and cut out what isn't. Super, super important. Because a lot of people think that oh, um, I could have to cut out all these things. But for me personally, I'll show you guys my experience of how I found a way to monetize these things. Example, partying. I love the party. I love meeting new people. But I got to find a way to monetize it or build my connections for the future. So if I go to a party, would I rather go to a party with a bunch of high schoolers or a bunch of college kids? No. I want to go to a party where the rich motherfuckers are going to be. I want to go to a party where the influencers are at. I want to go to a party where high-value people are because they have something to offer to me in the future. They have knowledge. They have advice. I can ask them questions. We could collaborate. We could whatever. You know, I don't know if you guys saw. I went to the Cloud house um, pretty recently, like a month or two ago. I went to the clout house where RiceGum was, and they were throwing an influencer party. And, you know, I was invited and I went and, you know, I was just filming videos, whatever. I met a bunch of TikTok dudes. I met the frat guys on TikTok. I was asking them questions. Um, I-, I met a bunch of fitness dudes. I was asking them questions. And I was still hanging out, talking to girls, obviously. I met a few porn stars. It was interesting. met a few OnlyFan chicks. Interesting. Um, but more importantly, I met a lot of dudes who understand social media very well understand fitness very well and guys who were connected to uh, uh bradley martin and other things like that so yes they're really high up there in like the fitness industry and i was asking them questions talking to them hanging out with them having fun with them and just understanding how they work um and then same with the, same thing with the OnlyFans chicks same thing with the born stars talking to them hanging out with them um yeah hanging out with the tiktok thoughts and i was just I'm just trying to figure out and understand like, what these girls are into. I'm trying to ask questions. Um, I didn't really get much out of it. I got more from actually talking to the guys. So I probably talked to more dudes at the party than girls. <laughs> little sus, but it is what is. I realized that, you know, Uh, yeah, you know, it is what is. So, you know, like I said, I found a way to monetize those distractions that a lot of people think would be a distraction. I found a way to monetize it. And also create value for myself. So when I mean by monetize. I mean either you got to be making money from it. Directly or indirectly. Adding value. Right. And so it's, it's a very cool thing. And so let's say you want to go to a car meet. Example. You want to go to a car meet and just look at cars. When you could be focusing on your mission and purpose. But let's say you could find a way to combine those two things. Example. Going to the car meets, taking pictures for people's cars, meeting CEOs, meeting people who own businesses, meeting people who are where you want to be, meeting people who have millions of dollars and asking for advice or offering something from them and getting advice from it. That's a way to monetize and build towards where you want to be. But like I said, everyone has different things they want to they do in life. So like my mission and purpose is I want to help young men and guys in general understand like how to get girls, how to be the man they want to be. And I, and I do want to help guys. And I also want to be entertaining too. I want to show guys that you there is a way to do both. You could have fun and you could learn and you could do all these things at the same time. And I want to, I want to do that for a lot of people. Cause I think a lot of people are stuck in the mindset of, I have to cut out all these things. Or some guys are just so fucking lazy, they don't even focus on their mission purpose in the first place. Like they're not even like looking towards what can help them. And just because they're so lost, they just haven't found anything that they're really interested in yet. And they don't really try. They're kind of just stagnant. They're complacent. And so I have a quote from Corey Wayne to share. Being able to take consistent action and exercise, self-discipline is only possible when you have a burning desire to achieve or become something that is compelling to you. Until you figure out what it is, you must keep seeking, searching, researching, and experiencing different things that appeal to you. When you discover your true purpose, it will light you up inside with a passion, a drive, and fire like you've never experienced before. And it is so true. Once I started Alpha's Only Club. I felt a strong desire. I felt a deep, emotional, compelling reason to want to do this, and I realized this is this is my mission and this is my purpose. And I've always and I've always had this this fire inside, and I want to. You always want to keep that fire going, but sometimes you find a time where that fire is not always there. Or you find a time where you want to be doing something that isn't helping you towards your goal. So like I said before, find a way to monetize what you're doing. Or find a way to make those distractions actually help you get to where you want to go. So, you know, if I'm hanging out with a girl 24-7, is this girl going to be able to help me get me towards my goals? No. But if I'm hanging around with a bunch of dudes who will be able to help me get towards my goals... I will do that every single time. And so, so many guys will be like, oh, oh, my girlfriend wants to hang out with me. Oh, I can't, bro. Like, oh, oh, I got to go home. Like, it's they spend all their free time with their girlfriends. And so, you have to think, okay, I love my girlfriend. <clears throat> I love this girl. But is this really helping me get to where I want to be? No. And so, let's look at Andrew Tate, for example. He's around a lot of women, and he spends a lot of time with women. But he found a way to monetize them. He found a way, a.k.a. he did. A, he created a webcam business. He found a way to monetize it and actually help him towards his mission and purpose. And that's a beautiful thing he did. And a lot of guys can learn from that as well. He, he found a way to monetize them. And he found a way to get towards the mission, purpose, and goal. And same thing with Dan Bilzerian. He found a way to monetize women because sex sells. And he found a way to help him get towards his mission and purpose, right? A lot of people might say, damn, it's fake, whatever, whatever. Dude, even if he doesn't have money, trust me, he's going to find a way to make money, okay? He's got power. So, you have to find a way to monetize those things. Or, if you can't find a way to monetize it, you have to cut it out. Super simple. Example, for me, I was always hanging out with Nathan. Every single day, hanging out with Nathan. I found a way not only to have fun with my best friend, but a way that we could make money together and also a way to grow something much bigger than ourselves and still hang out together and have fun and fuck around and go to parties. I found a way, and I did it. So no, I didn't have to cut out people or cut out time from hanging out with people, I find a way to actually monetize it. And of course, you're going to be like, hey, I'm a busy, I'm going to be working on a website. Cool. Yeah. But like, don't get so caught up on thinking you have to cut it out permanently. Understand that there's always a way. There's always a way and you have to find a way. And, you know, if there's not a way, you have to choose what you want now from what you want most. So yeah, this really hot girl wants to go out with you and have all your time and all use all your time and attention. But your time is money, bro. It's super simple. Your time is worth so much more than even money. It's worth money, but it's even worth more than money. You can't not you cannot buy time. You cannot like you can't create time. Like you can you literally can't, you cannot buy it from someone either. I mean, you can buy time from someone and that's why it's worth money, but you cannot just, you can't just create time. And that's why it's so much more valuable than money. And time is money at the end of the day. And so once you start to realize that, oh shit, like, you know, oh, this girl's been using a lot of my time up or these people have been using a lot of my time up. But it's not really helping me get to where my goals and value, and like what I really want. Like, it's not helping me get towards my mission and purpose. You just need to focus your mission and purpose. And eventually, you know, you, you won't really need to think about those things. You're just so focused on your mission and purpose. Everything else just flies right by you. It's like when I'm working on this shit, I have girls trying to text me, hang out with me. Like, right now, literally, right now, this girl's text me wanting to go to the beach right now. I just left her unread. Why? Because, dude. I have bigger things. Once you get to this point of you found what you really, really want, these little things, these little distractions don't phase you anymore. So you really need to find what emotionally is compelling towards you and is going to help you grow and help you get to where you want to be. And I think that's what discipline's all about. Like... So many guys in the military, they're like, why the fuck am I here? Like, I could be doing so many better things. But they're looking at the small picture. They're looking at the very small picture. And I tell them, yes, right now what we're doing is bullshit. But look at the big picture. What we are doing now is going to, one, help you value your time much more. And two, is going to help you learn, like, all these great things. They don't look at the big picture. They look at, oh, this shit's gay. But I look at it as, yeah, it's gay. But this is going to help me get to where I want to be in the future. Because I'm going to find a way to monetize it. And I'm going to find a way to add value to myself. And when I add value to myself, I'll be able to add value to other people. That's my purpose. Is helping people and creating videos for people and... You know, just creating videos for the world, and it's like a legacy, really. Obviously, if you are in the military, you know what I'm talking about. And if you're not, no big deal. That's why I'm not going to talk too much about the military, because obviously most of you guys aren't in the military, so you guys don't know what exactly I'm talking about. For the guys who do know what I'm talking about, you guys understand that you guys need to look at the big picture of things and look at how, one, you can find a way to monetize it, and two, how this is going to help you for the future. And I was talking to one of my buddies. Uh, we're walking up carrying cannons on our back. And I was like, this shit is gay as fuck. I'm like, yeah, it's gay. But this experience and the years to come in the future is going to teach us so many greater things than what we understand now. And we have to, you know, and I told him, we, you have to look at the big picture. Don't look at a small picture. Look at the big picture, big picture of when... When I'm actually doing what I really want to do, my mission purpose, and I'm chasing my mission purpose after, you know, I'm done with the military and I moved on from the military, military is going to leave a lot of good values on you and it's going to leave a lot of discipline on you and it's going to help you value a lot of more, a lot more things. It's going to teach you sacrifice, you know, you have to sacrifice some things to get what you really, really want. And that's okay. Sometimes you don't, but sometimes you do. And in this situation, you do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. But yes, the military is is very important. And I think it's it's good for a lot of people. But you have to look at the big picture. If you can't look at the big picture and you're struggling and you're always focused on the small picture of things, it's probably not for you. You need to look at the big picture. You need to see what you get out of it. And you need to see like how you can monetize it in the future. Because I know exactly what I'm going to do. I know exactly how I'm going to do it. And I have a game plan. A lot of guys don't have the game plan. That's okay. You just have to find it eventually. But, um, yeah, that was the podcast on, uh, on discipline. And I kind of went off a rant about society and, uh, feminism, obviously, as always. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, I highly suggest that you guys understand, um, that reading about history and learning and researching about how the world works and about society, aka listening to my podcasts, is really gonna help you for the future. And it's not gonna only help you for the future, it's gonna help you navigating through the world as a man today. Because so many men are lost, so many men don't know what to do, and so many men are fearful of what society thinks of them, of what women are gonna think of them, or what their family's gonna think of them, what their friends are gonna think of them. Whatever. Stop being afraid. Do what you want to do. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. And do what is best for you. Because you are the only person who truly knows what's best for you. And so when you catch yourself doing something that you know isn't the best for you, you need to stop doing it. You need to stop spending so much time on it. Or you need to find a way to monetize what you're doing. And that's, that's something I learned from watching other creator content creators, is, you know, you see like, uh, you know, I used to watch Gary Vaynerchuk, right? And he was always talking about how, oh, I cut out going to parties and I cut out doing this, 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 and that. But I was like, hmm, maybe he could have actually went to those parties or went to Coachella or whatever and filmed there and asked people questions or found a way to monetize what he was doing and make money. But if he's making more money not going to Coachella, then yeah, fuck yeah, They'll do that. But if you were, if you find a way to make more money going to this event, and and get more value and investment in yourself than just staying home and not doing it, then go do it. You know what I'm saying? But you have to have to truly think about it and don't do it from a, a, a position of, oh, I'm gonna do go to this party, you hook up with a bunch of chicks. No, go to that party, hang out, have fun, and learn. And that's why, like I said, I I I'm not going to a party just to, you know how like just do nothing I'm gonna get something out of it I'm gonna meet connections I'm gonna meet people whatever 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 and that's that's what it's all about I think too many guys are you know not they too many guys just don't think this way so that's why I'm trying to help a lot of guys learn that you could do all these things and monetize it you just have to find a way so yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast and hopefully you guys um you know Keep listening to uh, other other influencers in the manosphere or keep listening to um, everything. Just try to learn as much as you can because the best investment is in yourself. Go read books. Highly suggest go reading um, Hard Times Create Strong Men. Uh, it talks about all these things. Um, yeah. Highly suggest you guys go do all those things. Um, I'm writing a book now. It's going to be out in maybe two, three months. I don't know. I'm still writing it. Don't know how long it's gonna be. Not sure yet. But yes, a lot of people are stoked because I post I just posted like a little a photo of me writing it. And people were like, oh fuck yeah, you gotta drop this shit ASAP Rocky. And I was like, all right, bet. So yeah, that's gonna happen. Uh but yeah, if you guys truly feel like this podcast has changed your guys' life and you guys truly feel like it adds value to other men, I highly suggest you guys go rate the podcast five stars. Go share it to your friends because it's honestly the least you guys could do. Like, if this really is adding value to you guys, this is the least you guys could do. Share it to your friends. Add value to other people's lives as well. And if you really, really want to help support the podcast, you guys could donate to the podcast. And you guys could actually uh, subscribe to the podcast and donate to it monthly, which is pretty fucking awesome. It's going to help out with everything. If you guys want to see this grow and grow into something bigger, I highly suggest you guys do that. Um Yes, March is coming soon. On the website, website is going to be up soon. Um, but yes, this is uh, this is what's happening, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, I see you guys in more live streams and seminars and stuff too. But this was the fucking podcast. That's it. Uh, I'll see you guys next time.